Now, Talk Zone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. And welcome to beautiful, beautiful Monday here in the fine city of Chicago. It is the TalkZone.com. Two guys and a mic. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you had a beautiful, beautiful weekend sports and or otherwise. We are joined in the studio. The big dog off again today. But uh, Adam Hope, the pride and joy of the University of Wisconsin. Well, actually the pride. I don't know, uh, looking at your grade transcripts. And some of your travails there, I don't know if I can say the joy, but one out of two is not bad, Adam. Yeah, grades weren't really my uh, my strength at Wisconsin. <laughs> Coach, I, I, I must say I'm impressed with the studio, and I am happy that uh, there actually is more than one mic, because I was afraid that yes. it was really two guys and just one mic. Yeah, two guys and a mic is the name for the show, but truth be told, there actually is two guys and uh, actually four mics. Yes, four mics. Wow, that's two mics per person, Adam. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll sh- switch off halfway through Very the show, impressive. try them all, all out. Hey, might as well. Two guys, four mics. We got two TV screens here. Very professional operation. We got two computer screens, a brand new computer screen. And we have only one producer. Well, the question is, Coach, do you know how to use all this technology? The answer is pretty simple. No. Okay. It's nice to have it all, but absolutely not. But thank you for asking. David Olson, our producer today, as per usual, my bodyguard, David Doing a great job. We're with you right up until 11 o'clock Central Time. We do it each and every Monday through Friday. It's our mid-morning break sports report. Adam, we work with you at the old morning break show. First time in on Two Guys and a Mic. First of all, thanks for making the long trip. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a little bit further, but no problem. I love being here, Coach. Uh, and we'll, we'll see how the hour show goes. I'm excited about it. And currently, in addition to many, many duties, you are, are you ready for this, folks, the voice. The voice of the Madison Ice Muskies. That's right. Minor league hockey team. Yeah, coach, I have about nine jobs. I get paid for about one and a half of them. <laughs> and that is, uh, that's one of them. And I would imagine being the voice of the Madison Ice Muskies, you probably don't get paid a whole lot for that. Uh, no, that's if I get paid. Uh-huh. But, uh. Well, p- paint a picture real quick before we start breaking down uh, Bill Belichick's decision with the New England Patriots, NBA, basketball, college football, that good stuff. Paint a picture real quick. The minor league hockey announcer, uh, you travel with the team? What kind of I, hotels do you stay in? Well, uh, usually very high-quality um, accommodations at the Motel 6s around the uh-huh. the great Midwest. Uh, there's some good Motel 6s, and there's some bad ones. Yeah, I'd they say... They do range. Yeah, I'd say about 90% of them are the bad ones. <laughs> but Hey, the, Dave, were you trying to get Motel 6s a sponsor? Wipe them off our sponsor list. <laughs> yeah, crossing them off the list. Yeah. Embassy Suites, may I give them a shot? Okay. Team was out and uh, staying in Merrillville, Indiana this weekend. Uh, the, actually, the Chicago the Chicago area has two teams in the league, the single-A hockey league? league. It's the All-American Hockey League. Um, no, As you can tell, no one in Chicago knows that there's two teams in the league. Nobody in Chicago knows there's an All-American Hockey League. Well, that's true. But uh, one of the teams is in Rolling Meadows, which isn't too far from here. Really? Okay. The other is in Dyer, Indiana, which is where the uh, the Ice Muskies played two games this weekend. So I was there mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. Wow. A back-to-back in Dyer, Indiana. Yes. Luckily, it's close to my home. I, I did not spend the back-to-back. I <laughs> okay. got to sleep in my own bed. Uh-huh. 
and uh, made the 50-minute drive out there. That's unbelievable. The Madison Ice Muskies. Throw it out there, folks. If uh, people want to, are you like on the internet or? Yeah, we stream all the games online, video and audio. Uh, you can go to icemuskies.com. Icemuskies.com. Yeah. And it's not monkeys. A lot of people like to call it the ice monkeys. No. That doesn't really make any sense. Uh, at least ice muskies, you can think of it in terms of ice fishing, which mm-hmm. on the two lakes of Lake Mendota and Lake Monona in Madison, mm-hmm. there's plenty of that going on in the winter. Yeah, to Madison, Wisconsin, where you went to school and now right. announcing the fine Madison ice muskie hockey team. Football, very, very exciting. They're college football. They get into it. They're basketball. But correct me if I'm wrong, every sport is a distant, distant second to ice hockey. That rules in Madison, Wisconsin. Well, I'd say the fan base loves the the hockey team up there. But uh, still, no, Wisconsin football is the biggest sport, no doubt about it. Then probably basketball and then hockey. But in terms terms of rabid fan bases and that goes, the, the fan support for the men's hockey team is ridiculous. I mean, that student section, if you want an experience, and Coach, I know you've been to Madison, yes. and you've said some crazy things about uh, Regent Street and good things and how crazy it can be, mm-hmm. uh, go to a men's hockey game, sit anywhere near the student section, and it's totally beyond what you could uh, th- think could happen in Madison, Wisconsin. I've always said one of the most underrated sports uh, uh, spectating experiences is college hockey. And yeah. in person or on television, the Frozen Four, I think college hockey is a phenomenal sport. And if you can uh, hook me up with a ticket, I'd love to join you at a Wisconsin Badger hockey game. How about this? February 6th. Okay. I'm busy. Okay. When is it again? February 6th. Outdoor hockey game at Camp Randall. Really? Uh, you get a little doubleheader. I don't I don't know how many people are going to go to the women's hockey game, which starts at 2 p.m., but I'll they're be- playing Bemidji State. But it's Wisconsin and Michigan. Uh-huh. Playing at Camp Randall Stadium, outdoor hockey at the 50-yard line. I say we do the doubleheader. I will be there. What time does the women's game start? 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. I say we hook up around 11 o'clock in a parking lot or a bar nearby. Absolutely. We do a little tailgate situation. Right. In preparation for the women's hockey team playing who? Bemidji State. Bemidji State. Bemidji State. God bless you. That's my line. Yeah, I know. Not even going to try to spell that, baby. But, uh, yeah, we'll tailgate. We'll do a doubleheader in college hockey. Now, shoot, love to be there. It is February sixth in Wisconsin. I mean, maybe we should go. Maybe we should try to get credentials and sit in the press box. <laughs> Sounds like it doesn't sound that good of an idea. Now, probably about one o'clock on February sixth would be a great one. We might have to limit our uh, yeah. uh, activity in the parking lot, though, if we sit up in the press. Hey, our box. phone number. If you want to check in and find out more on uh, Madison Ice Musky Hockey, find out more about Adam Ogre. God forbid, talks of sports with the coach and Adam here on Two Guys at a Mic. Eight 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 four six three. 6748, that's 888-463-6748. Adam, people can email us also at Mike2Guys, that's M-I-C number two, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. Love to get your emails. We appreciate it. We have our own website, which is 2GuysMike at AOL.com. So keep it coming. We're trying to spread the word on the show. And uh, one of the things we do on Monday is the NFL Roundup Up after our first break. We'll go over some of the football games yesterday. It was a little weird not having a Bears game on Sunday, but there was good NFL football yesterday. I wouldn't say it was weird. I'd say it was uh, an enjoyable Sunday. <laughs> it was kind of nice. Spoken like a true Bear fan. Well, I mean, I'm serious. I woke up yesterday, and I'm like, wow, I don't have to watch three hours of bad football today. This is great. Mm-hmm. Well, so you got, you got to be like me. you got to tape the games, and then I still get depressed, but I only have to wake up worrying about watching an hour and 45 minutes of bad football. I highly recommend the DVR. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. 
Although at times the commercials that I'm fast-forwarding through might be the best part of the Bears games, at least the last yeah. three or four. Some of the Peyton Manning commercials. Yeah. Or... So maybe I should do it in reverse, fast-forward through the game, yes, and watch the commercials. That might just be a complete waste of time, though, then, Coach. It is just a <laughs> so you, uh, But you actually look forward to a Sunday off without uh, three-hour the beloved Bear. Yeah. I, uh, you know what? I didn't watch much football yesterday. I watched the 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 Colts and the Patriots game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you bring up the DVR and watching sporting events late, which is what I had to do. And it cost me the end of a phenomenal football game last night, Coach, between the Colts and the Patriots. Already hyped up, and it couldn't have ended any better with the Colts coming back. And I know we're going to talk about it. But, Coach, I missed it. <coughs> I turned the game off with seven minutes left. Why? Because Peyton Manning threw uh, a second interception. Terrible pass. Looked a lot like Jay Cutler on Thursday night. Okay. And I said, well, that's probably it. I mean, it it might not be, but that put no. the Patriots in field goal range. They were going to at least go up by 13. They did. Shouldn't have turned it off. What I did was I, I turned on the DVR, which you just mentioned, and I mm-hmm. watched on tape delay the Wisconsin men's basketball game season debut uh, against Indiana-Purdue-Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. I-U-P-U-I. Right. Uh, Pewee. IPFW. Oh, IPFW. There's so many of them. Yes. I don't blame you for getting that wrong. But yeah. the, hey, Coach Dane Fife, I don't know if you remember him from the 2002 Indiana Final Four team. I do indeed. Uh, anyway, I I'm heading to bed later, about two hours later, and I realized that the Colts had come back and won. I missed it. You're turned off, Peyton Manning. Yeah. See, the difference between Peyton Manning and Jay Cutler is he can throw a couple interceptions. But they also get two or three touchdowns. I know. I've always said as a Bear fan, I, 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 I say this somewhat facetiously, I want Jay Cutler to throw a couple interceptions a game. Because if they're firing the ball downfield and they're in a, their attack mode on a constant basis, we're going to score 28, 35 points a game, a couple of interceptions. If our defense shores up, that's not going to hurt us that much. That's kind of a little bit of the Indianapolis Cole Peyton Manning philosophy. So a couple of interceptions, but he had a couple touchdown passes too. But... Uh, they do come back and win, and on your behalf, Adam, and you're uh, you know not that young of a guy anymore. That's a rookie mistake. That was a rookie. I would mistake. have expected, you know, pride, proud announcer of the Madison Ice Muskie graduate of Wisconsin University. That would be a rookie mistake. A sports guy like you would not make. But and turned you, it off with seven minutes left. Yeah, and you brought up my grades earlier. That was not, uh, you know, I, I didn't get bad grades, but that wasn't my forte. What I'm really good at, and I'd give myself an A most of the time, is mm-hmm. with the with the 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 flipper and and changing the channel. Yes, I, I can flip between mm-hmm. games and and not miss anything. I'm I'm skilled at it. I take a lot of pride in it, and I messed up last night. Yeah, take full blame. It. I take full blame. Unlike Bill Belichick, couldn't do after the game, and he should have. <laughs> I'm not afraid to uh, take that blame, and uh, you know maybe he should learn from his mistakes. Even though you were coming in live on uh, two guys at a mic as a true professional, of course, who am I to blame? Because I, see, I, you can't blame me. I didn't watch any of the game. I kind of regret it, seeing how it finished, but I didn't watch any of the game. Bottom line is, it came down, this is Sunday Night Football, best matchup of the day, New England taking on Indianapolis, the Colts trying to hang on to an undefeated streak, right? Yes. And the game was at uh, Foxborough? Uh, no, it was in it was in Indianapolis. Okay. In Indy, and New yeah. England had Indy on the ropes, uh, 34-28 lead, but now they got their, the ball on their own, on their own 29-yard line, and it's fourth down. Fourth down, yeah. like a yard and a half. The 28-yard line, yeah, and and Bill Belichick goes for it. And I I believe Indianapolis still had all their timeouts left, which makes it 
kind of even weirder that I mean, there's two minutes left in the game, mm-hmm. so you it's not like you if say, you, oh well, if we get this this last yard and a half, the game's over. Right. We can go in the victory formation, kneel right. down, and it's over. No, the Colts could still call timeout, still get another stop, and that's what was really weird to me about it. Uh, now there's a lot of people out there saying, well, you're gonna give Peyton Manning the ball back, whether it's 70 yards or 28 yards, he's gonna go score. You can't say that because you don't know. You still have a defense, and mm-hmm. what Bill Belichick was basically saying with this this decision is that he did not trust his defense, mm-hmm. and that's a big statement. And that's something that when you end up losing this game, that can have a carryover effect in the later games because in some ways you shot the confidence of your your own defense. Yeah, he may have to have a team meeting with the boys maybe uh, tomorrow or Tuesday, a little psychological meeting. Yeah, yeah, just to show that uh, you know explain his decision. Who cares if he explains it to the press, but you're right. He doesn't want to lose the clubhouse or in particular lose his defense. So hopefully he will do that. But I, I'm, I'm always, almost always Adam's side on the, the uh, area of gambling and football, of going for it in situations like that. But even that would have been too extreme for me. Yeah, not Only there. 29. And the fact that they had three timeouts left, I did not know that. That's significant. Yeah. Because you're right. It's not like pick up a yard game over. We just kneel on the ball. Even if they pick up the first down, Indy could have had three timeouts and still forced a punt. Yeah. Yeah, so I, as much as I like gambling, if it was on the 45 or 50, maybe. But their own 29. Oof. See, Tough Coach, call. unless you have an awful defense, I mean a really bad defense, and we're talking about you know, maybe you're the, the Cleveland Browns or even the Chicago Bears defense lately, mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably go for it around midfield. Certainly not even at my own 28 yard line. But most, I guess I'm an opposite of you, coach. I would, I would put the, the game on my defense. You, you, you pin them back in their own zone and you let, let your defense go out there and win it. There's mm-hmm. three facets of the game in football. And if you're a good football team, all three of them should be good. And your defense should be able to make that stop with two minutes, even if you're going up against Peyton Manning in his own building. You certainly can't go for it, though, at the 28-yard line. And Bill Belichick, there's a lot of people out there that do not like Bill Belichick. And a lot of people were smiling last night, uh, including myself. Even though I was mad I missed it and turned it off, Bill Belichick's a pretty arrogant guy, brilliant coach, though. And, and I was among those people smiling a little bit, saying, well, this time it backfired on you, coach. And let us not remember it would be a moot point. It would be a moot point. And by the way, you watch that game, any of the NFL games. When we come back, we'll do NFL, round them up, wrap them up here on Two Guys and a Mic. Our phone lines are open at 888-463-6748. And again, you can email us at Mike2Guys, M-I-C number 2, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. Let us not forget, Adam Hogue, it is a moot point. We're not talking about Bill Belichick right now if Peyton Manning does not lead his Indianapolis Colt team down 70 yards in a couple of minutes for a touchdown. And again, a brilliant drive, yet another one in the Peyton Manning soon-to-be Hall of Fame mantle. Yeah, the thing about that situation, though, is that, well, then you, your defense just lost it, and that's that. That's what happens. I mean, you can't criticize Belichick for not going for it there. Is that his 20? Yeah, I said 70 yards, finishing it from 29 yards. Yes. Right, right. Well, I, well I, okay, that confused me. I guess what I was saying was that had you punted the ball, yes. Peyton Manning goes blank. You can't really criticize anyone but yeah. give Manning credit for doing that. Now you've put yourself in a situation where you made a, you've made a bad mistake. 
your defense confidence is shot, and it's just not a great situation there. And the Patriots still, are now only Peyton six Manning, and three. Uh, Peyton Manning's got to, and his boys got to punch it in for a touchdown yep. to make that gamble fail. And keep in mind, a field goal would not have done it, right? Score right. at the time thirty four twenty eight. Yep, they needed a touchdown, and well, they ended up getting it. For all the betters out there, by the way, New England did cover, right? 35-34, pass yep. for three, three-and-a-half point underdog. Well, they're certainly more than a point, so, mm-hmm. they, yeah, the Patriots covered. Right, well, we hey! Hey! <laughs> we'll do an NFL roundup, wrap-up. Also, we will give the results of Beat the Schmoes. David Olson, our fine producer, was uh, very sweet for a couple of Schmoes. Not so sweet for another Schmo like myself. And, unfortunately, Paradise's debut... The beautiful, the lovely, the sometimes voluptuous Paradise made her picks. We'll explain it when we come back, but uh, Paradise a little depressed on a Monday morning. It's Adam Ho. Joining the coach, it's two guys and a mic. Make it three guys. Dial it up at 888-463-6748. Love to get you on. We'll take a quick break. Back in about 42 seconds on the TalkZone.com. Time to get back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. And welcome back, TalkZone.com. Two Guys and a Mic, we got the shortest breaks in all of Internet Sports Talk Radio, Adam. Yeah, I didn't even, uh, that, that was a break. <laughs> I didn't even realize we had taken a break. We're working on some big sponsor deals. By the way, if anybody out there has a, a small business, God forbid a large business, that would like to sponsor two guys in a mic, we are available. Give us a call at our corporate office, 847-784-8317, or you can always email us again at mike2guysaol.com. We are happily accepting sponsors. If you call up the regular number here, 888-463-674 at a different time, you might be sponsoring a cooking show, possibly a uh, pet grooming show, a gardening show, so be careful. You want two guys and a mic better off going to the website, twoguysmike.com. Adam Hogan with the coach today, the pride and joy, the voice of the Madison Ice Muskies. By the way, Adam, last time I talked to you, a very disappointing moment to our large female audience out there because you were uh, you were not married. No. But you said you were in a committed relationship. I haven't seen you for a month. Exactly how committed is or was that relationship? Uh, let's... Uh, <laughs> About, about the same, Coach. <laughs> Still committed? You ask me this question every time Where I'm here. Where are my sound effects there, huh? I, I, and well, I, we have female listeners that, well, I know. You know, are, that, that are using our show and our various guest hosts almost as one of those online dating services. Well, I, I every time I don't know what to say here. Because here's the thing. I criticize <laughs> coaches all the time for not being honest and open in their post-game press conferences. Yes. And now you put me in this situation where I, want I don't know honest. who's I listening. Know. I don't know who's listening. So I'm about I'm about the same committed at the I, same uh, level of commitment I, as I was the last I'm time. I'm feeling a few for the, the body language I'm getting and the minor stutters and stammers here. I'm yes. feeling like there's a few chinks in the armor. 
I'm the, feeling like if there's some females out there, maybe an attractive male, that might want to uh, touch base, so to speak, with a fine, young, up-and-coming producer, sports talk host in the Chicago area, Adam Hogue, might in the not-too-distant future be available. I uh, could be wrong. I'm just feeling as if you don't have to. I don't want to put you on the spot. Coach, I think you just ruined my Monday night. You're, you're <laughs> <laughs> Your committed relationship could be listening, but uh, you know, I'm just on behalf of I am a conduit upon which our listeners yes. and I am just passing on the information. You can't believe the amount of emails I get the third or fourth day when they uh, when all the ladies found out that our producer, the strong and silent one, my bodyguard David Olson, said on the air that he's actually happily married with two young children. And it you almost, got a lot of emails about that? Yeah, it almost uh-huh. damaged. I entire don't show. know how to put this. But I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. The disappointment from our female audience was unbelievable, David. And there's one guy named Glenn from Streamwood who also was extremely disappointed that you're married. That's weird. I get emails from Glenn all the time. <laughs> all right. 888-463-6748. Mike, two guys at AOL.com. NFL round them up, wrap them up real quick, Adam. On Friday, we play a game called Beat the Schmoes. Yes. Feel free to call in if you want to be a schmo, by the way, because now you're a you're a fop. You're a friend of the program. But uh, it was a up again and down again weekend for the Schmoes. Caller Jim went 0-3. Our co-host on Friday, Brian, went 2-1. and yeah. Brian Bout. Not too bad. Not too bad. We had uh, emailer Kevin went 2-1. and I went a dismal 1-2 coming off an 0-3 week. My math is not good, but that makes me 1-for-5 in my storied two-week career here on the Talk Zone. But most, Actually makes you one for six. One, you make no, you one and, and three, five. Oh and three and one and two. One and five. You're one and five. Yeah. But you said one four five. Oh, I'm sorry. One yes. and five. So your math now. isn't that good. We also, as you know, have the beautiful and lovely and voluptuous Paradise, who makes her picks. Okay. And, and last week, it literally is, of course, a pair of dice, <laughs> just showing how ridiculous the whole picking thing is. Paradise, who's uh, usually very, very good, her first week ever on the talk zone, maybe nerves. Maybe I spun the dice wrong, but the beautiful, lovely Paradise, 0 and 3. Wow. Not good. What did she pick? She picked Oakland over KC. That was a loss. Dallas over Green Bay. Probably a little attraction to Troy Aikman. She got caught up in that. And she picked the Detroit Lions over Minnesota. What were they, 16-and-a-half-point dog? Yeah. Right? They weren't going to cover that. that well, fi- they lost. They almost did. They lost by what, tw- 17? They lost by 17. You're yeah. right. So they almost covered. But... This has been a story all year how the how Vegas has lost a lot of money on big favorites this year in the NFL that mm-hmm. that they've the big favorites have covered almost every single time and it's cost Vegas a lot of money. Um, Coach, I don't know if you remember this. I retired from beat the Schmoes last year after I picked the uh, Minnesota Gophers to beat the Iowa Hawkeyes on the last week of the Big Ten season last mm-hmm. year, and Iowa won fifty five to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I retired. I'm done. Even though I think I did this a bunch of times with you last year, and I went two and one almost every single week. Mm-hmm. That week, I think I might have still gone two and one, but that pick was so bad that I, I'm done. You were a guest schmo, so you have been a schmo. Yes, I've been a schmo in the past. But that's the very essence of being a schmo. If you embarrass yourself, you are living up to your expectations. There's no reason to quit being a schmo. Maybe there is. Eight 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 four six three. Uh, six seven four eight. Our phone number here: two guys in a mic. Talkzone.com. Real quick before we do our NFL round them up, wrap them up. Let's go out to the phone lines and check in. 
Still learning how to punch the buttons here. We got caller Jim on the line. Is this the same Jim that uh, made his picks on Friday? Yes, sir, it is. How are you, Jimmy? Oh, pretty good after not having to watch Bears game. It is a weird experience, be it by week or whatever, when your team doesn't play. You get used to Sunday football. It's also a nice Monday morning now. (laughs) Better than last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Better than last Thursday. Better than last Friday morning when we had to talk about the Thursday Mm -hmm. game. All right, now, Jim, your note on the monitor says we messed up. I have your picks in front of me. You picked Detroit over Minnesota, so that was a loss, right? By a half a point, yeah. Oh, boy, that hurt. Dallas over Green Bay, a loss. Dallas over Green Bay was not a loss. It wasn't? No. Yeah, it was. No, it you. wasn't. Well, Packers won 17-7. to Dallas was the favorite in that game. Yeah, I thought it was the other way around, 17-7. No, no, no. no, no, no. The Packers beat No, the Packers won. So you're 0-2. You had New England over Indy. That was a win because Indy was a three-point underdog. Right. So, Jimmy, you okay, snuck one in. and two then? One game ahead of Paradise at one and two. I must have. Reverse the scores when I was looking at him. I was like, wait a second. I thought uh, I thought I was two and one anyway. Yeah, you stick around. We're going to do the NFL round them up, wrap them up. If you're confused in any other games, we'll probably confuse you a little bit more over the next seven minutes. I'm still confused from having fun on a Sunday. I'm confused with all this confusion. Yep. <laughs> hey Jimmy, we Hot, appreciate drunk the... and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. <laughs> we appreciate the call, Jim, and uh, don't forget you can play Beat the Schmoes each and every Friday. Be good out there, okay? I'll give it a try again Friday, Coach. Have a good week. Yeah, we appreciate it, Jim. You too. Bye-bye. Jimmy checking in. You can. Two Jim drops off and leaves eight other lines open. Hey, when that happens. 888-463-6748. Are you ready, Mr. Adam Hope? I'm ready. You got the stats and charts in front of you? Well, I got the paper in front of me, yes. All right. You can put the uh, magazine away with all the pictures of the girls. Try to concentrate on the football here, will you? <laughs> it's unbelievable, your preparation for the show. That's not Madison Ice Musky stats you're looking at, is it? Not unless uh, Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> plays for the uh, Madison Ice Muskies. We could actually use them, though. We need a big forward right in front of the... Who, who's the star of the Madison Ice Muskie? Uh, it changes. I mean, I'd say uh, maybe Mitch Kearns, who okay. wears number eight. All right. I'm, I don't know if that means anything to you, but www.icemuskies.com. There you go. For all your info and current up-to-date stats. All right, Green Bay, and we'll go with caller Jim's game. Green Bay did defeat Dallas, not the other way around, 17-7, to and Dallas's uh, four-game winning streak came to an end. A little bit of an upset Packers. Uh, Charles Woodson had a big game on D. Yeah, he did. He forced two fumbles, picked off a pass, and, uh, you know, I was surprised. when I, uh, This... This game happened. I wasn't able to see this because it was happening while I was announcing hockey. And I came out of there, and I knew that the pack last score I'd seen, they were up three nothing, and I couldn't believe it was that low scoring. Uh, and then I saw they're up seventeen nothing. They couldn't quite get the shutout, uh, but pretty impressive win overall for the Packers. I still don't think that they're going to be anything great though mm-hmm. in the uh, NFC or Packers the overall record now. They are five and four. So they did what the Bears could not do on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So they're hanging in the wild card hunt. They're hanging in with the teams that lost, and we're going to get to them. That puts them certainly in the hunt. Game number two, NFL round them up, wrap them up. Tennessee knocks off Buffalo 41-17. to They start off the season 0-6 only. Only a great coach can keep the ship together in the NFL when you lose six games in a row. Jeff Fisher, the ex-Bear, is indeed that. They've now won three in a row. In Fisher's own words, we got to get it right. I think they got it right. Three in a row, and Vince Young reincarnated at him. Coach, you're not a fancy football player, are you? Fancy or fantasy? Fantasy. I do not play fantasy. Well, Adrian Peterson is kind of the 
overall, no doubt about it, number one pick in anyone's draft, the player you want to have. Yep. I think next year, Chris Johnson, wow. who ran for 132 yards, and he, he's just catching balls out of the backfield. He can do, you know, he hurts you in every single way. Big part, big reason why the Titans won 41 to 17 yesterday. I mean, he's he's going into next season. I'd say he might be the number one pick overall in fantasy football. There's a lot, it's a great call, and there's a lot of great running backs in the NFL right now, big, strong, tough guys, but there's not that many that have the wow factor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every time they get it, you're really – Chris Johnson has that. Anthony Peterson, I guess, there's really not that many that just – Wow, you like you're waiting in anticipation for something spectacular. Well, Adrian Peterson certainly has that, but what yes. Chris Johnson has uh, that maybe separates him from Adrian Peterson, not as a running back, but as a fantasy football player, which is the direction I'm going here, is that you know yesterday he caught nine passes for 100 yards on top of running for 132 yards and scoring two touchdowns. I mean that that now you're getting production. It, in the running game and the passing game, and all of a sudden, I mean, Vince Young, I don't know if he's back, but he's, you know, they, they made that switch to him, and, and all of a sudden the Titans are winning again. I read one article in the paper that called it Vince Young version 2.0. <laughs> the new and improved version. Hey, game number three. By the way, where did Chris Johnson come from? I do not remember him in college at all. Oh... I think it was a small school. I think that's why. I think it might. Was not, he wasn't like a super high draft choice. We'll find out and, and we'll get that answer. But um, or if any of our listeners know uh, Chris Johnson, you know, instead of going on the internet, we'll tap into our listeners' expertise. Chris Johnson, I know he was not a big star in college. Might like maybe like an Abilene Christian, a school like it's a that. Good guess. When in doubt, and it's a small school, go Abilene Christian. Always a safe one. Jerry Azuma. Yes. And what other bear? Uh, uh, Johnny Knox. Yes, if it's a really fast athlete that can mm-hmm. wow you on the field yeah. with just his pure physical ability. Abilene, Abilene Christian. Christian. 888-463-6748. The phone number two guys in the mic. Game three on the NFL. Round them up, wrap them up. The Washington Redskins. Been a brutal season for the Redskins, Adam, but a little less brutal yesterday. Their four-game losing streak is over. They beat Denver. Kyle Orton gets injured in the Denver Bronco arrow, which was pointing so up early. Starting to sag. Yeah, that fall it's falling a little bit. And the Redskins got above 17 points offensively for the first time this season. That's that that qualifies as not good. No, that's not. And uh, Liddell Betts gets 114 yards. Kyle Orton gets hurt in this football game. Mm-hmm. That could be big for the Broncos as things have kind of changed quickly out in Denver. They are now six and three. And that's three losses in a row, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, all of a sudden, the San Diego Chargers are, are tied with the Broncos at, atop the AFC West. How Before things can we change. Move on to game number four. Our fine producer, my bodyguard, David Johnson, uh, informing us that Chris Johnson attended East Carolina. He was a pirate back in college football, and I don't know where he was drafted, but it doesn't really matter. He's one heck of an NFL pro. Yeah, East Carolina. Now that you say that, I remember that. You sure he didn't transfer from Abilene Christian, though? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he thought about going. Maybe he applied to Abilene Christian. Recruited heavily by Abilene Christian. Absolutely. Game number four, NFL Roundup, wrap up. We only got one hour on the TalkZone.com. Adam, got to keep moving along. Great ball game. Sunday afternoon, national TV, the Pittsburgh Steelers at home going down the defeat. I love the Steelers fans because of what they represent to football, but I also enjoy seeing them on occasion lose at home. Yes. They, they, those fans, they do need, are you with me here, to be brought back to the world of reality. 
and Cincinnati did that yesterday. Great game. 18-12, to 12, Bengal defense was outstanding. Wow, the Bengal defense is, if you watch them, and I don't know if anyone recorded this game, maybe you can go back on the NFL Network and watch it this week. That they are what you want out of the Bears defense right now. I mean, because sometimes they play that cover two, but they don't stick to it. The Bears play that cover two all yes. game long. They don't change anything up. It's real boring. It's not very successful. And what the Bengals do is what the Bears used to do, and that's switch things up. They'll disguise the cover two. They'll 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 uh you know they'll they'll make it look like a cover two, and then they'll come back out in a, in a complete zone and wholesale blitz on occasion. Yeah, forces turnovers, and it worked yesterday. The Steelers fall eighteen to twelve. Kind of a weird NFL score. Mm-hmm. Four field goals for what Shane Graham. Yeah, you you get the good defenses win football games, and in a situation where you're going into Pittsburgh. There's no shame in winning a game with four field goals and only 18 points. Uh, they they got the job done. And the Bengals, my friend, are for real. I mean, I doubted them even when they blew out the Bears. I was saying, how are the Bears losing this bad football team? Yep. They're not bad. They're very good. And they could go a long way this year the way, with that way that defense is playing. Four wins, 11 losses, and a tie last year, and they turned it around completely this year. You can do that. In the current state of the NFL, good job by the Bengal. You mentioned San Diego, Philadelphia. Great ball game here. Philadelphia loses Donovan McNabb. 35 for 55. He throws for 450 yards. Unbelievable stats, but it's in defeat. San Diego wins the ball game, and the Chargers have won four in a row, I believe. Yeah, they get back into things. Yeah, I think you're right with that. I believe they are two and three. They're now six and three, as I mentioned, tied uh, atop, atop the AFC West. And They've beaten two NFC East opponents in the last two weeks. Great win out in New York last week. They beat the Giants uh, with Vincent Jackson's touchdown late in the game. And then they come back home and they beat the Eagles. Things are going well out in San Diego. And maybe the biggest story in this game was that uh, LaDainian Tomlinson scored twice and he got up to 96 yards, which is a season high for him. He's had a real Mm -hmm. quiet year. And, um, and, that could be big to get him back and moving, uh, because the Chargers can certainly use them, use him, I should say, as, you know, yeah, they've won four in a row, but how good are they? I don't know. If they can get LT, they'll be a lot better. And the two touchdowns he scored, I believe I read, put him third all time. If that is possible, third all time in the NFL for rushing touchdowns. Might have read that wrong, but when I read it, I had to do a second, you know, whoa. LaDainian Tom, I mean, I knew he was good. Yeah. But third all-time, if in fact that's true, that's pretty impressive. Heck of a career. If he's healthy, he will help the Charger indeed. Game five in the NFL, round him up, wrap him up. A good one, too. Jacksonville and the Jets back and forth, back and forth. Who had the ball last? Jacksonville. They got a field goal from Josh Scobie from 21 yards out. The New York Jets, another team whose arrow was pointing way up early. Rex Ryan, coach of the year. He's resurrected the Jets. Three or four weeks later, Rex Ryan's job is on the line. Well, that's a little bit of an extreme. But yeah. the Jacksonville over the New York Jets, the Jags playing better than expected, and the Jets fading rapidly. Yeah, four and five all of a sudden. That's not five losses in a row, is it? Is it four in a row? Might be four of their last five. I mean, they, they're they're really struggling. Uh, I couldn't believe the spread on this game when you consider the direction the Jets have been going. I mean, they were heavy favorites and I almost picked the Jaguars, and I wish I had in my NFL Pick'em League, which is just picking the game straight up, but you get extra points based on what the point spread is. So you're, you're playing for a busy announcer for the Madison Ice Muskies? Yes. You're involved in You're playing fantasy? Yes. You're playing NFL Pick'em? Yeah. All right. Why not? I'm glad you have time for these You're things. playing Beat the Schmoes. 
Well, that doesn't take any preparation. Our philosophy on Beat the Schmoses, and it's been proven over the years, the more you prepare on your picks, the worse you do. That's why Paradise, literally spinning the dice, yes. has been the predictor, best predictor we've, we've had over the years. You know, I'm going to call it Paradise on Friday. Uh, my fantasy team is going to fall to three and seven when the night's over. You should tonight, and yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just going to see if she can turn Absolutely. my season around. Do even better. Stop in in the studio and uh, take her for a spin, so to speak. I'm not going to touch that one, Coach. <laughs> Game six of the NFL Roundup Up Rem Minnesota Vikings 27, Detroit Lion 10. The Viking continue to roll, and so does Brett Favre. Everyone, including myself, expecting some kind of downturn for the 30-something-year-old Brett Favre, but it hasn't happened yet. 344 yards. Sidney Rice has a huge day catching passes for uh, over 200 yards, but Favre, amazing, and the Vikings continue to roll. Yeah, the Vikings look really good. I mean, with the way the Saints kind of fell back yesterday, I'd say the Vikings, of course, they're playing the Lions, but they got to be the best team in the NFC. Bears Saints, you think it's bad right now? The Lions have lost 31 out of 33 games. Yep. That is... That's rough. It's, I believe, along with, and I forget the other team, but it's the second or tied. It's the Oilers. For the Houston Oilers, yes. for the worst streak in NFL history over the course of 33 games. Yeah. Man. That's, I mean, think about how 33 games, that's a little bit more than two seasons. Yep. And you've only had two wins in that stretch. Well, they had the over season last year, right? Yeah. Right. And, uh, Times oh, wow. are rough, and I, yeah. you know, I go back. I still remember the great. When I say the great heydays, it's not like they had tons of Super Bowls. They've never won a Super Bowl, but they had a lot of good teams. Well, they had Barry Sanders. I mean, Barry Sanders put the Lions on the map. I mean, as far as that, that was a draw. I mean, you could see the Lions in, in some of the bigger games every week just because Barry was playing and he was, you know. One of the best running backs of all time, and on his way to possibly being the best. Ever since he left, I mean, the Lions are—they're nobody. Mm-hmm. The team, the franchise, no one wants to watch him. I mean, when's the last time the Lions were on Monday Night Football? I'd love to dig up that stat. They're a popular Thanksgiving draw. Oh God, they got to do something about that. <laughs> I mean, they really have to do something about that. Move the Lions out of there. Yeah, it was a good idea for a while when they were good. Yes. Kind of a Thanksgiving tradition, but of late, uh, it's not exactly making the white and or dark meat go down any easier watching Detroit play. They should move the Lions. You know how they added a third game now on Thanksgiving? It's played at night on the NFL Network. Yes. Uh, that that should always be. If they're going to do it, the Lions should move to that game. Because as far as I can tell, no one watches that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone watches the 11 o'clock and the 3 o'clock game. And, and the Lions are always at 11. And it's like, I could just sleep in now. Uh, very quickly on our uh, final NFL round-em-up, wrap-em-up game, the New Orleans Saints. You alluded to them also, but they keep their undefeated streak alive. They were like 30-point favorites over the St. Louis Rams. Everybody expected a blowout. It was a struggle. Credit the St. Louis Rams for not packing it in. They played tough football. They competed, but they did not win the Saints in an ugly victory. Adam, pull out, escape with a 28-23 victory over the Rams. They're still undefeated. Another quarterback here that's going to gamble a little bit, throw a few interceptions, but he's going to come back with touchdowns, which yeah. is what Jay Cutler hasn't been able to do. Drew Brees throws two yesterday, does enough to get his team the five-point win. Kind of weird they only won by five when you're talking about the Rams, but it keeps the Saints going. All right, we'll take a quick break. That was your NFL Roundup, Roundup, a Monday staple here on the TalkZone.com. We'll take a quick break. We will be back in a brief moment talk about some other sports, Adam. That happened over the weekend, everything from uh, 
IndyCar racing or the Nextel Cup chase? Is that what it's called? Sure. To PGA <laughs> golf, to college football, and everything else in between. We're taking your phone calls, 888-463-6748. Our breaks are short, folks. Don't go anywhere. Don't go up to the washroom just yet. Back in a minute. Time to get back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. And welcome back to Two Guys and a Mic, TalkZone.com. Adam Hogue sitting in for the first uh, first time here on Two Guys and a Mic. We much appreciate it. Adam making the visit in. By the way, speaking of getting back to the show. Yes. For the first time in about uh, five years, I had various back problems for about a three- to five-year period, Adam, and then I, w- I was pretty good. Yes. And this morning. And you know how you hear about people getting back problems. You know, they lifted something too too heavy. And maybe they didn't, you know, they forgot to use their legs or, you know, they were straining. And this has happened to me when I get back problems. And any folks out there who have a solution, any little uh, secrets to getting rid of back problems, I am uh, happy to take those now. At Mike2Guys at AOL.com or 888-463-6748. But washing my hands this morning, just at the sink, maybe crouching down a little bit because the sink's a little bit low, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just a shooting pain right through the back, and I am now walking like my uh, great-grandfather did about 20 years ago. It's funny you should bring this up, Coach, because Uh-oh. I've been seeing a chiropractor for the past month. Really? A young of, man like yourself? Out of nowhere. Uh, I woke up about, yeah, about a month ago with the pain, like, just below, you know, up in the upper back area, actually, okay. which is usually, you know, lower back area. Yeah, upper is, back, I would think, I'm not an expert, but better than lower back. I'm not even sure, but apparently it's my posture. Okay. So I don't know if you're seeing how I'm sitting, Coach. I'm trying to lean back in my chair, not yes. lean forward, because the the doctor says that's mm-hmm. I, I've been sitting, you know, cross-legged, leaning forward, and your, it's been... Your posture over the course of the show has been excellent. I appreciate your that. Sports talk, average at best, but the posture, extremely impressive. Back pain's still there, though. I haven't really? been able to kick it. So the Cairo hasn't helped? It's helped a little bit, and it's certainly helped me with my posture. I keep falling into bad habits, you know, Coach. So uh, I feel I feel for you with the back pain. but uh, I am extremely skeptical, as maybe you are, too, about the chiropractor, because I only had one brief chiropractor experience, and yes. it was not good. First of all, I thought, you know, I didn't know, but I thought going to a chiropractor was going to be like a kind of a extended uh, a more advanced version of a back massage yes so i was was not looking forward to paying for it 
But I was actually kind of looking forward. This will be kind of nice. Right. No. If you've been to a chiropractor, there's no enjoyment in that experience at all. There's no massaging. Basically, it's taking the spine yes. via the neck, right? Yeah. And yanking it Ugh. and adjusting it and yanking it and adjusting it. There's no back massage. It's not an enjoyable experience. I didn't mind when the doc cracked my back. Okay. You know, it didn't really feel great, but it didn't Could you feel hear bad. It? Yeah. Ooh. But, you know, maybe loosen things up a little bit. That's fine. Didn't really help the pain at all. But when he grabbed my head and he <laughs> twisted it and and cracked my neck, I thought uh-huh. I was I thought I died for a second. <laughs> I was like, "Don't do that again." Yeah, at least let me know what you're doing. Yeah, cuz he doesn't tell you. And I've no. never been to a chiropractor. He's maybe like, that's, he's that's like pro- just sit there, relax. And then he's, and he, he grabs the side side of my face and all of a sudden <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Tell me next time you're going to do that. Yeah. The sound effects, by the way, that that's actually what it sounds like. It, yeah. With the, the physical pain is one thing, but when you hear your spine and or your neck making that sound, that's not enjoyable. And, and maybe the reason they don't warn you in advance, because if they do, you might tighten up. So yeah. they, maybe I'm sure they're experienced. I'm assuming they know what they're doing. You know, my chiropractor anyway had a couple of certificates up on the wall. I probably should have read them closer. They might have been from, like, Abilene Christian. <laughs> I heard they have a great chiropractor. Yeah, I bet they do. Oh, okay. but, uh, so maybe they have to do it by surprise so that your spine is relaxed. But uh, anyhow, so, yeah, washing my hands at the sink. Excruciating pain, and I am now walking like an old man. So anybody that's got any hints to help out back problems, uh, it's been five years, and it looks like I'm about to experience it all over again, 888-463-6748. We're about helping each other out here on the show. Right, Adam? Interactive. Absolutely. Sports Talk Radio. Would you like a back massage? Uh, no. Okay. Won't take it that far. Thank you very much. Our email, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. We mentioned a lot to happen over the weekend. Besides NFL football, one was um, in next the Nextel Sprint Cup Championship Series. Do I yes. get the name right? I, I believe so. Jimmy Johnson is about to win his fourth consecutive. He's becoming a dominating force, almost the Tiger Woods, if you will, the Roger Federer of car racing, four in a row, and he won down at uh, Tennessee Motor Speedway. Yeah, and this is unprecedented. I don't, and no one's I'm won. I'm sorry, Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. yesterday was in Phoenix. Phoenix International Speedway. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I don't know much about NASCAR. I'm not a big NASCAR guy, but I guess when, the way I look at it, Coach, is that there's how many how many guys out there racing, how many teams? I mean, there's like 40 per race over the course season maybe 50 i don't know Mm -hmm. but for the same guy to win it four years in a row that's pretty impressive Mm -hmm. final one will be next weekend homestead miami speedway and jimmy johnson i think basically needs to start the race okay if he simply starts the race he will eliminate everybody but the second place guy mark martin and then he has to finish in the top 25 and i think there's like 27 racers so he should be in pretty good shape he should be but the one thing about NASCAR is things can happen. You can get caught up in an accident. Well, he, he was two weeks ago. Yeah, and and that can happen again. So nothing, I guess maybe that's part of the excitement. People watching on uh, the race Sunday mm-hmm. will be, you know, will basically be watching him and finding seeing if he's going to get in a crash or not. Mm-hmm. We as Bear fans are usually waiting to see what train wreck is going to happen in this particular sport. You're waiting for a car wreck. Might That's be right. right, might be wrong. Also, Skate America over the weekend. I know you're a big women's figure skating guy, uh, Adam. Your thoughts on Unikim 
from South Korea, despite falling in the finals, she won the championship over the pride and joy of the United States. Watch out for this young lady come Winter Olympic time, Rachel Flats. But Yuna Kim brings home Skate America. I know you were watching. Coach, I think John, Ma- the real reason John McDonough's on line two, and he's pretty upset that the first reference to uh, the ice, since we talked about the Madison Ice Muskies earlier in the show. Uh-huh. Actually, you could say, well, let's group them in as well. He's just upset that you haven't mentioned Sunday night hockey and the Chicago Blackhawks last night. Big win over the Sharks. Instead, you've referenced the Madison Ice Muskies mm-hmm. and the um, U- unit whatever figure skating. Skate America. Well, we are, you know, we're, our show is being heard, not just in the Chicago area. Via the internet, you know, we are being heard in seven different continents and also parts of Naperville and Grays Lake, Illinois. <laughs> so don't kid yourself. So we gotta, you know, we gotta spread out. Skate America's a national story. The Nextel Sprint Cup. Many racing fans out there. NBA basketball over the weekend. A couple of big stories. One, your thoughts real quick. LeBron James wants to not wear number 23 anymore. In, yes. I was gonna say in deference to, not deference, but in honor of Michael Jordan. At first it sounds like a nice gesture, but then, you start to think of the potential repercussion. What's that? Well, if you do it for Michael Jordan, yeah. what about Magic Johnson? Was Michael more? Yes. Did he make more of an imprint in the NBA than Magic Johnson? Yes. Well, I would argue no. Really? Matter of fact, I would argue Larry Bird and Magic Johnson combined. As great as Michael Jordan was, those two were bigger for the NBA. They brought the NBA back. And then you want to go back to that. Why not? You know, should anybody be wearing Bill Russell or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's number? So, or in the future, as great as LeBron James' career may be and Kobe Bryant. So you see where I'm going with this. It sounds like a great gesture, but pretty soon nobody will be wearing. There'll be no numbers available, like in 50 or 100 years. Yeah, they'll start having to put uh, like Roman numerals on on jerseys because they're all all the regular numbers are retired. Coach, I, I don't think that it should be retiring. You know, I get the Jackie Robinson thing, the 42 in baseball. It's a little bit of a different story than just one guy being so great at a certain sport. And I agree with you there. What what did Michael do from social significance? Right. You know, he's just a great NBA player. I would argue that he's better than Magic and and Larry Bird, but but it doesn't matter in this context. You shouldn't be uh, retiring. There's no need to retire 23 across Mm -hmm. all of basketball if – LeBron James wants to do it as a personal gesture. I think that would still mean something if he wants to change his six. I think it would be great if he's changing his six because he's going to be a Chicago Bull next year. And he can't <laughs> wear 23 in Chicago. Maybe that's what this is all about. There's no positions for LeBron on the Bull. We already got Luau Deng. Oh, okay. Okay, at one forward and an up-and-coming Taj Gibson at the power forward. There's oh, no that's room right. for LeBron Yeah, the there's ball. no room. Well, maybe at Skosh. We, we might be able to sneak him in. We could trade the whole team except for Derrick Rose for LeBron James, and we'd be better. <laughs> By the way Derrick Rose is playing, we might trade him, too. He's been good, but he's certainly no, he has not been great. Speaking of great, the other real quick NBA story from over the weekend, there is a potential superstar in the making. I think it was the 10th, 11th pick overall. He's about 19 years old, and he weighs 160 pounds soaking wet. His name is Brandon Jennings. He's been the sensational rookie so far over the weekend. 55 points. He scored zero in the first quarter. Yes. And he went on to score 55, but he's becoming the talk of the NBA, young Brandon Jennings. And he's proving that the trials and tribulations he went through last year because he was the the first guy to forego college and go play professionally in Europe instead of, you know, because the whole one-year rule where you can't go straight out of high school. He's proving that 
okay, maybe it was a good idea. Maybe not. I mean, it's I, I, there was issues about him not even getting paid out there. So you could argue, well, you might as well go on to college. I would say anyone, go spend a year in college. But the bottom line is that he's really good at basketball. Yeah, I don't think it would have mattered if he went to college right. or to Europe. It's pretty clear the guy's a phenomenal talent. And it, and at all, I wish he had gone to college so I could have seen him play last year. Mm-hmm. And maybe he wouldn't be such a hidden talent. And he might have actually hurt himself in the draft. You said he got picked 10th overall, Man. somewhere around there. Uh, I mean, if he had been able to do this things at the, these things at the college level last year, would have yep. been a story. Mm-hmm. He probably would have been right at the top of the draft, one, two, or three, and he'd be making a little bit more money right now. Maybe he wouldn't be in Milwaukee, where he's also kind of being hit. But this is a great thing for for the Milwaukee Bucks. Certainly starting to make it. He's done nothing but impress. Forget the even before the 55 point night the other night, he was kind of the. Far and away the best rookie that we've seen this year. Certainly now he looks like a st- like an all-star at, at the rate he's going. Well, they played our Chicago Bull team uh, about two weeks ago, I want to say, and I remember watching them. You know, I read, you know, saw the yes. stats, so I was kind of anxious to see him play. And I think I made the comment here on the airwaves at thetalkzone.com. I said at times, I thought the fast forward button was on my going on my DVR. Yeah, I mean that guy is quick. Well, we know Derrick Rose can't play defense, but I mean. That night, Derrick Rose really could not play defense. I mean, he had no chance. Brandon Jennings was just blowing right by him. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's going to be fun to watch. Brandon Jennings scores 55 over the weekend. NBA basketball, and of course, a lot of college football. We'll talk about some of it tomorrow on a Residue Tuesday here on Two Guys and a Mike. But, Adam, big weekend of college football, and uh, Ohio State goes to the Rose Bowl in a thrilling game. They beat Iowa in overtime. Notre Dame loses. Locally, Northwestern upsets Illinois, and your beloved Wisconsin Badger. Quietly won another game, didn't they? Uh, they quietly won another Shh, game. Don't tell anybody. I'm, I'm trying not to because all of a sudden they're uh, 14th, no, 16th in the BCS, and yeah. you just need to be at 14 to get an at-large berth. Still and, a possibility. They, they have clearly flown under the radar, the Wisconsin Badger, yeah. this year. They sure have, um, but a big reason why is because they lost to Ohio State and Iowa on back-to-back weekends, and that's why those two teams are playing for the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. this week. And pretty good football game i mean uh it goes to overtime and there was some um, uh i didn't get to see the end of the game but kirk ferentz who's had a great year taking a team that's probably not the most talented defensively they are defensively that's a that's a great team defensively but offensively they have their issues well they lost their top two running backs top two and now running they backs, lost their top quarterback quarterback but even even before that coming into the year i mean you could name like three guys on that offense and they're they're making an impression and it's because of Kirk Ferentz but he makes the decision he had the ball i believe there's like 50 seconds left in the game in his own zone and they could go for the win. Mm-hmm. Instead, he just lets the clock run out, takes it to overtime. They end up losing in overtime. So that's, uh, along with Bill Belichick, I think you'd have to put Kirk right. Ferentz. And keep in mind, he did have a, uh, a quarterback playing his first college game ever. Yes. And he was playing at Ohio State. That might have, I agree with you, they probably should have gone for it. You always got to play aggressively, but that probably weighed in his decision. Certainly, no question about it. And I don't think I think he actually took a little bit more heat than he should have for making that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, overall, Iowa's had a great year. They're starting to fall back a little bit. Right, we'll talk a lot of college football on tomorrow's show. Notre Dame lost to Pittsburgh on a uh, Saturday night game. Pretty good game. Pittsburgh knocks them off, twenty-seven, twenty-two. Charlie Weiss probably 
going to be an offensive coordinator in the NFL next year. I doubt he'll be coaching the Fighting Irish, but a big win for Dave Wansett's Pitt Panther. Yeah, interesting comments out of Notre Dame this weekend and the athletic director saying that they will evaluate the yeah, that's... program. That's never <laughs> – you don't want to hear that quote. Yeah. Uh, and Last but... time I heard that, it was from the morning break radio show where I used to work. <laughs> Who... We will be evaluating your status. And Monday morning at 10 o'clock, there, were, they were, there was music being played in the radio station. Yes, and it wasn't American music, right? No, it was definitely not sports. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, – you know, big win for Pittsburgh, though, and Dave Wanstead's got that team rolling. Yeah, no question about it. Hey, Adam, we got to wrap up today's show. Great having you in studio. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Have a great day out there, everybody. TalkZone.com. Two guys and a mic. Check out our website, Two Guys Mike. WW. Of course, David Olson, our producer. Great job. we got to get out of here. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Thank you so much for listening.